Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods podcast. This episode is all about... Chinese Ghost Month. It is indeed. But first of all, we've got a review to read. This one's from Bootlaker, an enjoyable ride. Having loved all things scary my whole life, I'm thoroughly enjoying joining Sarah and Toby on their adventures. Delving into the many horror genres... Their interaction is delightful and the delivery of the tales engrossing four star rating from me as you mentioned the states was not being very kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Bootlaker. We really appreciate that. I just want to give a couple of shout outs too as well. Um, Eddie, uh thanks so much for your messages. And also Zoe, who's been really sweet and uh, helping me through some stuff, man. <laughs> right, you'll notice that the podcast is a little bit late. Now, we had to take George quickly down to the hospital for another MRI. Everything's fine, but it just kind of threw me out of everything that I'm doing. Also, we're going to change the day to the uh, main episode so that it now drops on a Monday rather than a Sunday. This just gives us a little bit more time to get everything together. Right, do you know anything about Ghost Month? Don't. Okay, well, today's episode, I've done an introduction about Ghost Month and the Ghost Festival. Then I've got a piece on the main sort of ghosts of China. Yeah. And then I've got one true scary story to finish it all off with. 
So are you ready for the introduction? Yes, I am. Ghost Month is a traditional Chinese festival rooted in Buddhist and Taoist beliefs. This annual event, typically observed in the seventh month of the Chinese lunar calendar, is a time when it's believed that the gates of the underworld open, releasing the spirits of the deceased to roam the earthly realm. The Ghost Month is a cultural phenomenon that provides valuable insight into the Chinese perception of life, death and the metaphysical world, embodying the essence of filial piety, respect for ancestors and the interplay of fear and reverence towards the supernatural. Alongside the Ghost Month, the Hungry Ghost Festival is held on the 15th day of the 7th lunar month this year falling on the 30th of August. In Chinese heritage in the making, experiences, negotiations and contestations, scholar Selina Chin Chan writes, the festival involves various rituals aimed at appeasing the hungry ghosts and providing them with offerings. People make food offerings, burn incense and joss paper, and set up temporary altars or stages for performances. These offerings are meant to provide nourishment and fulfil the needs of the wandering spirits. The origins of the Ghost Month can be traced back to the Buddhist scripture, the Ulambana Sutra, where the Buddha instructs his disciple, Mordgalyana, to offer food and gifts to monks during the seventh month to relieve his deceased mother from her suffering in the underworld. This practice gradually evolved into the present-day Ghost Month, with the incorporation of Taoist rituals. During this month, Chinese communities organise larger-scale activities, such as live performances, known as Gitai, to entertain the spirits. Rows of empty chairs are often set out in front of the stage as a sign of respect for the ghostly audience. Yet there's a palpable sense of unease accompanying these festivities. The Chinese believe that restless spirits may cause misfortune or illness. Hence, various taboos are observed during this month. Swimming, for instance, is avoided for fear of water ghosts. Nighttime outings are discouraged. You shouldn't hang your clothes up outside during the evening, nor leave them out overnight, as they can be taken over by spirits. Never stand too close to a wall. Walls are the ideal place for spirits to lurk. Don't catch the last bus or train home, as you never know who or what is sitting next to you. Don't leave your slippers facing the bed. This is just an invitation for a spirit to hop on in. Don't take pictures late at night. The spirits could become trapped in your camera or phone. Don't shave your legs, as each strand of leg hair can scare away three ghosts. Don't whistle at night, as it attracts spirits or can interrupt the peace of the dead. And never tap someone on the shoulder. Chinese folklore says that we all have invisible flames on our shoulders that ward off evil spirits, and you could put out these flames.
The Ghost Month is not merely a time of fear and superstition. It's a period of reflection, promoting values such as respect and community cohesion. The act of remembering and honouring the deceased reinforces family bonds and provides a sense of continuity between generations. The communal activities foster a spirit of unity and mutual support, strengthening the social fabric. Join the vibrant festivities of the Hungry Ghost Festival and Ghost Month. The intention remains to reverently honour and show deep respect for departed souls through a multitude of symbolic and spiritual rituals. However, the profound significance of this occasion may vary depending on the emphasis placed on its Taoist or Buddhist origins. The National Library Board of Singapore highlights the significance of the Taoist tradition during the Ghost Month. This unique practice focuses on appeasing and pacifying wandering souls who are set free from the underworld. Simultaneously, the Buddhist faith places great emphasis on the value of filial piety, a virtue derived from Confucianism. This cherished belief encourages individuals to honour and respect their parents, elders and ancestors, further enriching the tapestry of religious diversity in Singapore. The Ghost Month serves as a reminder of the impermanence of life and the inevitability of death, prompting individuals to live virtuously and appreciate the present. It's a time when the spiritual and physical worlds are believed to converge, offering a unique perspective on life's transience and enduring connections between the living and the dead. What is filial piety? Right, filial piety is like respect for your parents and your ancestors and things like that. Yeah. So you've got to respect me, okay? Yeah. Because I am... The matriarch. Alright, so it's a bit like Halloween. Yeah, so it's like when the veils are thinning, apart from the gates open, um, and all of the entities come out, good or bad. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so it's currently, we are in Ghost Month, in Chinese Ghost Month. Um, what, so what do they do in October then? Well, I don't think they celebrate Halloween. It tends to be more of the Western world that celebrate Halloween. Yeah, and there's is more sort of um, towards uh, respecting and, you know, putting offerings out. I suppose we do put offerings out, but then, you know, it's focused around sweets and it a lot. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, so the next bit, I've got several Chinese ghosts. Um, so they do have different categories in China, which is really interesting. So are you ready? For the next piece. Yes, we are. In the rich tapestry of Chinese folklore, amidst mythical creatures and supernatural beings, one intriguing figure stands out. The Hungry Ghost. This ethereal entity, known for its insatiable hunger and tormented existence, has captivated the imaginations of countless generations. Its presence in Chinese culture is deeply rooted, and understanding this enigmatic creature is essential for comprehending the nuances of the Chinese spiritual realm. 
The hungry ghost, also referred to as the Preta in Buddhism, is believed to be a pitiable being trapped between the realms of the living and the dead. Its existence is characterised by an intense craving for sustenance, yet it's cursed with an inability to find satisfaction. This insatiable hunger is not limited to food alone, but extends to various desires, such as wealth, power and love. The hungry ghost perpetually searches for fulfilment, but is forever denied, resulting in eternal suffering and torment. According to traditional Chinese belief, the hungry ghost is born out of the misdeeds and excessive desires of individuals during their earthly lives. These misdeeds, known as negative karma, create an unquenchable thirst that cannot be satisfied in the afterlife. The hungry ghost is a manifestation of the consequences of one's actions, serving as a cautionary tale against the dangers of greed, selfishness and attachment. The depiction of the hungry ghost in Chinese folklore varies, but certain characteristics remain consistent. Often portrayed as emaciated and ghostly, with distended bellies and long, thin necks. These spectral beings evoke a sense of both pity and fear. Their elongated limbs and hollow eyes reflect their eternal hunger. In some tales, the hungry ghost is depicted with a tiny mouth, incapable of consuming even a single grain of rice, while in others, it's shown with an enormous mouth that can never be filled. Chinese folklore is replete with stories and legends featuring the hungry ghost. These tales serve as cautionary fables, reminding individuals of the consequences of their actions, both in this life and the next. The story of the great city of 10,000 hungry ghosts is particularly well known. It tells of a city cursed with a multitude of hungry ghosts, due to the greed and corruption of its inhabitants. The citizens are forced to contend with the relentless hunger and haunting presence of these spirits until they learn the importance of generosity and selflessness. The hungry ghost is not a malevolent entity, but rather a tragic figure. Trapped in a state of longing, it's often seen wandering aimlessly, desperately seeking nourishment or redemption. Another of these ghosts from Chinese folklore is the fox demon ghost, a creature of both allure and trepidation, with roots tracing back to ancient times. The fox demon ghost has become an integral part of Chinese mythology, embodying a complex blend of beauty, cunning and mischief. The fox demon ghost, known as Huli Jing in Chinese, is a creature that defies simple characterization. It's believed to be a shape-shifting being, capable of assuming various forms, often taking on the mesmerizing appearance of a young and alluring woman. This transformation is often used to deceive unsuspecting victims, luring them into a web of enchantment and manipulation. The fox demon ghost is said to possess the ability to control dreams, altering perceptions and drawing individuals into a realm 
where reality and illusion intertwine. According to Chinese folklore, fox demons are believed to possess immense intelligence and an innate sense of mischief. They are notorious for their trickery and deceit, often engaging in elaborate schemes to satisfy their own desires. These desires are typically centred around the pursuit of power, longevity or the fulfilment of personal ambitions. The fox demon ghost is known to possess a deep fascination with human emotions and desires, exploiting them to further their own agenda. One of the most well-known tales involving a fox demon ghost is the story of Jaji, the concubine of King Zhao of the Shang Dynasty. Daji, believed to be a fox demon in disguise, used her beauty and charm to captivate the king, leading him down a path of corruption and tyranny. Daji's actions ultimately led to the downfall of the Shang dynasty, symbolising the destructive power of the fox demon ghost and its ability to manipulate even the most powerful individuals. While the fox demon ghost is often shown as a malevolent entity, capable of wreaking havoc and causing harm, there are instances in which they are portrayed as more benevolent beings. In some tales, the fox demon ghost takes on the role of guardian or protector, offering assistance to those in need. These stories serve as a reminder that the fox demon ghost, like all beings, possess a duality of nature and can choose to use their powers for both good and evil. The hanged ghost, known as Chuanu, is believed to be the spirit of a person who died by hanging, unable to find peace in the afterlife, due to unfinished business or unresolved emotions. The spectral entity is often shown as a pale and dishevelled figure, hanging by its neck from a rope tied to a tree, a beam or even a cliff edge. Its eyes are said to be filled with sorrow and despair, reflecting the torment it endures. The hanged ghost is associated with a sense of restlessness and yearning for justice. These tormented spirits roam the earthly realm, seeking vengeance for the wrongs committed against them or attempting to fulfil their desires. They are often seen as malevolent beings, instilling fear in those who encounter them. These ghosts are believed to possess the power to manipulate the physical world, causing disturbances and misfortune to those who have wronged them. Beyond the surface level of fear and malevolence, the hanged ghost carries deeper symbolic meaning within Chinese folklore. It represents the cyclical nature of karma reinforcing the notion that actions have consequences. The hang ghost is a reflection of the cultural emphasis placed on filial piety and the honouring of ancestors. It highlights the belief that the deceased should be properly respected and their grievances addressed. By appeasing these restless spirits through rituals, offerings and acts of repentance, the living can bring peace to the departed souls and ensure their own well-being. In some narratives, the hang ghost's relentless pursuit of retribution can be appeased through acts of kindness and forgiveness. By acknowledging the wrongs committed against them, 
these spirits can find solace and ultimately find release from their tormented existence. This theme of redemption speaks to the deeply ingrained values of compassion, forgiveness and the potential for personal growth within Chinese culture. Known for its ethereal nature and mysterious existence, the water ghost, or shugu in Chinese, holds a prominent place in Chinese folklore. The concept of water ghosts has its origins in ancient China, where tales of spirits and supernatural beings were abundant. The water ghost is believed to be the restless spirit of an individual who died tragically by drowning, haunting the bodies of water where they met their demise. These tragic souls are often thought to be malevolent beings, seeking to avenge their untimely deaths or to lure unsuspected victims into the depths of the waters. Water holds immense importance in Chinese culture, symbolising life, purification and transformation. Consequently, the presence of water ghosts in Chinese folklore serves as a reminder of the dangers and unpredictability of nature. These tales also emphasise the importance of respecting water bodies and adhering to safety measures, fostering a sense of caution and reverence among the Chinese people. Water ghosts are commonly portrayed as pale, translucent figures, sometimes resembling bloated corpses with tangled hair and tattered clothing. They often have elongated fingers, webbed feet and a ghastly countenance, instilling fear and unease in those who encounter them. These ghosts are most active during the night, lurking near bodies of water such as rivers, lakes or ponds. They are known to emit eerie sounds such as wailing, moaning or sobbing, (laughs) reminiscent of their tragic demise. The water ghost's presence is often accompanied by unexplained phenomena, such as sudden gusts of wind, ripples on the water's surface or a drop in temperature. In Chinese folklore, water ghosts are believed to possess supernatural powers and abilities. They are said to have the ability to manipulate water, control the weather and even possess individuals. Water ghosts are commonly associated with superstitions related to drowning and water-related accidents. In Chinese culture, it's believed that one should not swim or engage in water-based activities during certain hours of the day to avoid encounters with these vengeful spirits. Furthermore, various rituals and offerings are performed to persuade these restless souls, ensuring their peaceful afterlife and safeguarding against their malevolence. The Chinese vampire, or Jiangxi, finds its roots in ancient Chinese folklore. Its origins can be traced back to the Tang Dynasty, 618 to 907 AD, when tales of reanimated corpses first emerged. These tales were heavily influenced by the concept of yin and yang, the principles of balance and harmony in Chinese philosophy. The belief that the deceased could return to life as evil beings were deeply ingrained in Chinese society, shaping the concept of Jiangxi. The Jiangxi is described as stiff and rigid, resembling a corpse. Its appearance is often depicted as a being with greenish-white skin, long white hair, 
and dressed in traditional King Dynasty attire. It's commonly seen with its arms stretched out in front of it, as if in a perpetual state of rigor mortis. The Jiangxi is also known for its distinctive hopping movement, as it's unable to walk due to its stiff joints. Chinese vampires are believed to be reanimated corpses controlled by Taoist priests or sorcerers, who use dark arts to resurrect the dead for various purposes. These creatures are known to prey on the life force, or qi, of the living, often draining it through physical contact. It's believed that the Jiangxi can be repelled by certain objects such as talismans, mirrors, and even writing the character for luck or fortune on a piece of paper and sticking it to one's forehead. Additionally, they are said to be afraid of loud noises and fire. The Chinese vampire holds significant cultural and symbolic meaning within Chinese mythology. It represents the fear of death and the belief in the existence of supernatural entities. The Jiangxi also reflects the Chinese emphasis on filial piety, as it is often shown as an undead creature seeking its loved ones to drain their life force and share the burden of immortality. Furthermore, the concept of the Jiangxi has been widely portrayed in Chinese literature, film and other forms of media, contributing to its enduring popularity and cultural significance. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So which ghost do you find the scariest out of that lot? Probably the water ghost, because I don't like the ocean by itself and imagine like I'm out on a canoe or something and there's a ghost mm. like, I can't really do nothing in that mm. and the water it what it reminds me of is um, a movie it's quite old today showing my age <laughs> it's called What Lies Beneath and it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it and Harrison Ford and that's a water ghost in that mm. for sure man <laughs> it's scary I think for me It'd be the hanged ghost, because it, it, I think, ultimately, they'd probably have a broken neck. Yeah. So it'd be like, um, I did, did you ever watch The Haunting of Hill House? No, I don't oh, think so. You've really got to watch it, Toby. You know, it's like, it's really, really scary, some parts of it. And like I don't really scare that easy when it comes to movies. But, well, it's not a movie, it's a series, but there are parts of it. And there is, um, 
there's the broken neck lady yeah. and she's really creepy not as creepy as the man the tall man with the with the hat oh yeah i don't like that tall man with a hat that yeah just reminds me of like the um the grim grim reaper and that mm. Mm. And in the game that I'm playing, there's a man like that, and he's really creepy. Yeah. So you're not into the man with the hat. No. <laughs> also, I wouldn't like the one that hops, because I think if a ghost was hopping at me, that's pretty like I don't know why, but I find that really creepy. Yeah, that would be like, I'd be like, what is this thing doing? Yeah, hopping at me. Mind you, you might be able to outrun it if it's hopping. <laughs> yeah, but imagine it just starts like. Going like really fast, hop it really fast. Yeah, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to outrun it because I'd just stop and wet myself. <laughs> if it was hopping, I'd just kick his leg. Oh, the other one. <laughs> Fair enough. Good tactic. <laughs> right, are you ready for the scary story? Yes, I am. One day, my spouse and I stumbled upon a piece of bone that bore a resemblance to a human finger tucked away in the eaves of our commercial building. We didn't give it much thought and quickly disposed of it. However, that year, things took a turn for the eerie during the ghost month in our home. I began to notice an unusual rise in temperature in our main bedroom, despite the air conditioning running at full capacity. We attempted repairs but it made no difference. We eventually decided to replace it with a new two-horsepower model, Yet even then, we found ourselves sweating excessively during the nights. No amount of tweaking the thermostat seemed to make a difference. Our bedroom has a pair of entrances, the primary one and an additional one that connects to a walk-in wardrobe. Every evening, prior to turning in, I enjoyed engaging in quiet reflection and prayer, invoking grace from the Almighty and my forebearers. After completing my prayers that particular night, I became really thirsty, so I made my way towards the main doorway. To my puzzlement, the main door wouldn't open. The doorknob stubbornly refused to turn, no matter how much force I put on it. I made several attempts, causing my husband to come increasingly frustrated as he watched me grapple with the lock. He also attempted to open it, but the door remained securely bolted. Left with no other option, I resolved to make my exit through the secondary door, which led me to the walk-in closet. I planned to return through the same route later, once the problem with the main door had been resolved. Curiously enough, the thought of investigating the locked main door from the outside never crossed our minds. It should have been the most logical thing to do, yet for some inexplicable reason, I felt a peculiar sense that was kind of preventing me from doing it. That night, I couldn't get to sleep and was filled with unease. Come morning, we instinctively chose the alternative door for our departure, without giving a second thought to the suddenly jammed entrance. In the afternoon, a friend paid me a visit and went into my bedroom to get something. An unexpected, piercing scream followed shortly after. She had accessed the bedroom through the normal way, opening the door from the outside only to be shocked by what she saw on the side of the door that typically faces inwards. As I ran to her side, my eyes became transfixed. There were enormous scratches all over the doorframe, 
It looked like a creature had been tearing at the door with razor-sharp talons, and the marks were close to the doorknob. My eyes were locked on the door, completely captivated. How could I have possibly missed this earlier, right after waking up? Her words stumbled out. There was something something trying to escape escape from your room. In a rush, she rang another friend, one with the gift of foresight. This friend later revealed that an entity had followed us, finding peace and comfort in our bedroom. Its connection to the bone fragment we discovered in the office was undeniable. Afterwards, my spouse shared a peculiar encounter in the bathroom. He'd come face to face with an ethereal figure. Its face resembled that of a wispy apparition with an elongated beak-like face, adorned with minuscule fangs. However, he chose not to divulge this information, fearing it would unsettle me. Evidently, my nightly prayers had become too strong for the spirit to endure, and it tried to free itself. Unfortunately, its departure was stopped by the stubbornly jammed door, compelling the entity to resort to desperate measures, clawing its way out. That very night, with the air conditioning unit functioning without a hitch, we finally experienced a peaceful sleep. I'm not really 100% sure that if I found something that looked like a, a finger bone, that I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on where it is. Yeah, I guess so. But even if you unearthed, like in my work, they were doing some work in an old church. And um, it was actually a passerby. So the builders were doing some work. Yeah. A passerby looked over to the skip that was filled up with all the rubble and stuff and noticed it was human bones. So all work has got to stop then because they need to test and find out how old the bones are and stuff like that. What, it was a church? It was church. The church in my work ranked, yeah. What, like under a church? Yeah, they were doing some work like in or around the church, but they unearthed a load of bones oh. old they were old well, there's bones there's a round in it then people have been buried there and it yeah. is a church well people are buried all over the place aren't they but yeah. they do need to be inspected like bones to make sure that they're not recent because um also in in my workplace it sounds all a bit morbid my workplace is like it was built in 1847 so or 1743 it was built in, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you got that from. 1743, so it's got loads of history and stuff going on. But a girl went missing in Bristol years and years ago. And the police, I think it was last year or the year before, were going through our workplace looking to see if her remains were there somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. But they weren't because she went missing from a pub just behind where I work. It's mm. all a bit morbid, isn't it? Yeah. You know? All a bit wh- all a bit, yeah, like freaky. Freaky, freaky. And that poor girl, I hope they do find eventually. I think the man's now been arrested. This is like 10, 20 years later. Um, but of course, they, they haven't found her remains, which is awful for a family. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the story? I'm always like uh, veering off topic. Um, scary, isn't it? Yeah. Scratch marks on your door. Yeah. Those hungry ghosts. Look, I wake up and be like, nah, I can't go to see for now because I know there's something in it with me. Well, hopefully it's gone now because you kept praying. Yeah. <laughs> it needed to get out of there, so hopefully that's the, the last of it, you know? 
Well, that's the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll catch up with you again on Thursday. Yeah, or Wednesday if you are a patron subscriber. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash the whispering woods. Take care, everyone. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.